Hello and welcome to Never Seen It. It's a podcast where we talk about movies sometimes. But lately, all we've been talking about are Fast and Furious movies. My name is Trent. I'm here with my wife, Betsy. That's me. And today we are going to be ranking all of them. All of what, Trent? All of the Fast and Furious movies that we just have spent a million years of our lives (laughs) going through and experiencing let's say yeah we've experienced the majesty of of this uh this franchise this is like hundreds of hours it has affected us we've changed i'm so tired i don't know if it's for the good or for the ill i don't know time will tell trent time will tell but we're not here to discuss how these movies have affected us we're, we're here going, to rank this shit. We're here to rank this shit <laughs> a la the way the internet ranks everything because content. Sure. And here we are. So, um, the last time we did one of these, uh, this here lists, it was for the Oscar series of 2020. We chose to have separate lists because we are two different people who have different opinions. That's crazy. We are married but we are not... Uh, we are both individuals. <laughs> yes, very much so. We just happen to be doing this podcast. Um, but yeah, we're going to continue doing that. We're both going to have our own list. Uh, and the last time we went in alphabetical order, uh, the last time that when, worked... When it's a bunch of arbitrary movies. Yeah, it doesn't really work for these movies because it just doesn't work. So we are going to go in chronological order of release, starting with... The Fast and the Furious. Yeah. So, Betsy, where did you put The Fast and the Furious? Listen, this is a living list. I feel like I'm going to change my mind over time. Maybe. Just based on where I'm where I'm at this moment, yeah. I put The Fast and the Furious kind of in the middle. I put it okay. at number six. Okay. It's not the worst movie in the series. It's not the best movie in the series. And having seen everything that came after it, the best I can do is put it in the middle. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) Where did you rank this? I put this movie at number four. Okay. Uh, Again, in the middle, like you did. Uh, But I think I have a little bit more reverence for it than you do, uh, just because I've seen it more than you. You know, Uh, I used to. It is... The introduction to the series, uh-huh. uh, where we meet all of the characters. I wrote a little ditty for every single oh, one of these God. movies on my list. All I said about this one was, it's the original, and it was perfect for the era in yeah. which it came out. 2001. What were we doing in 2001, Betsy? Being super awesome, cool high schoolers who were popular and fun. Nope. <laughs> all right, we were some of those. We were ultra nerdy high schoolers who were not popular nor fun. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, this movie was one of those escapes that you know this is completely unrealistic to how you could live your life in real life. Uh, so it's very much escapism, and I think it did it really, really well. It got a lot of people introduced to this entire life yeah like the movie spawned a culture yeah what other franchise can you think of that spawned that there are grown Th- there children. are very few 
uh, franchises that you can say that about. There are grown children of adults who saw this as teenagers and fell in love because they yeah. loved it together. Yeah. <laughs> Those people exist. So I put it at number four. Well, all right then. Next. Probably the most contentious one between the two of us. Too fast, too furious. Betsy? It's at the bottom track. <laughs> and look, it's just, I said it when we watched it. It felt pointless. It didn't have enough meat on its bones. Like It okay. just felt like a lot of flash, and I didn't like it. I thought it was stupid, but not the good kind of stupid that we ultimately got. It was just not a good movie, Trent. I didn't like it. It's at the bottom. That's all I have to say about okay. it. All right. <laughs> I don't really have that any like uh, active animosity towards any of these. I think the one I have at the bottom is, hey, I'll get to that when we get to it. But uh, it is not Too Fast, Too Furious. I put Too Fast at number six. Okay, you're in the middle. Ah, I'm still Why in the middle. Why do you pull it up? What brings it up for you? So, the thing I wrote was, uh, I hate bro culture. I okay. hate bro culture. Uh, but this was fun enough and dumb enough to make it entertaining for me. I don't give a shit about the plot. All right. Because in the end, the plot did not matter to the overall story. The overarching story of Brian in his life. Oh, yeah. The only purpose that movie serves is it introduces Roman. Yeah, it introduces Roman. Everything else is irrelevant. And the fact that Brian is no longer a cop. Except the next time you see Brian, he is a cop. So this movie serves no purpose. But then he isn't a cop. Exactly. Honestly, this entire movie, this entire franchise is who is a cop and who isn't a cop. At what moment? Take your pick. Even Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, totally. Uh, But yeah, Too Fast, it it has a special place in my heart because it is stupid enough that I can just throw it on at any time and find a scene that speaks to me. Mm -hmm. Again, the the broiness of it, throw all that out. I fucking hate it in real life. But in this one, you know what? They were having a good time. I think at the very least, you can say they had a great time making this movie. I think what you mean is the bra, the brightness, the bra, bra. Okay. Uh, Next, number three, The Fast and the Furious, colon, Tokyo Drift. Okay, so pretty much everything on the bottom half of this list, apart from Too Fast, Too Furious, (laughs) um, I kind of keep shuffling around in my brain. And I think the reason I can't really place these very easily is because I liked parts of them. Yeah. I just didn't like them as a whole. Yeah, and, so, and I, I'm the same with you. Uh, I None of these movies do I actively hate. No, so I put Tokyo Drift at eight. All right. Not because it was the worst movie I saw, but I just watched so many Fast and Furious movies. Frankly, I didn't do this while we were watching them, and I can't keep them all apart. Yeah. Like, it had its moments. Like, it introduces Han. I get why people like him. The racing is cool. Mm-hmm. The final sequence is really cool on the mountain. Yeah. Too dark. But, you know. Too dark. <laughs> Lucas Black, as a 17-year-old who's actually 43. Or <laughs> you know, it's it just... It bothered me. You had to, to give up a lot of your logic brain to to 
to to to really uh, be invested in this. And I think, uh, as much as it pains me to say this, because we got to the point in this series where you're just able to kind of turn off your brain and yeah. enjoy the stupid explosions, it, it hits you over the head enough that if I were to go back and watch Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, I might be able to enjoy it more because my brain is now accustomed to the ridiculousness that is the series. Okay, so I came into this saying, you know, Tokyo Drift I had seen a few times. And I had seen up up to Fast Five, which is a far superior movie altogether. And going back to seeing Tokyo Drift, I think I liked it less. Watching it with a more analytical point of view. Okay. I ended up putting Tokyo Drift at number seven. Okay, so in the same neighborhood. Yeah. So you had it at eight, I had it at seven. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, we, 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 when we were talking about nine, we had just seen nine, and we brought back all like those three guys. Yeah. Lucas Black and Bow Wow coming back with his whoever the other guy was. It was just too much a straight-to-DVD kind yeah. of production value and the fact that they that the fact that they forced it into the canon right retroactively right they've been twisting themselves ever since they decided to bring in Han in 5 yeah they've kind of twisted around the timeline and retconned and i understand it's not that kind of a franchise but yeah it's just too much it, it would have been okay if they had had a plan, but you can watch this series and tell they clearly had no plan from no, movie to movie. No, Especially with this one, which had nothing to do with the initial films. Which I blame Justin Lin for that. I, I, I really do. Yeah, I mean, I think Justin Lin, he, we, we've said he it before. He this character. He loves this character. He had a different movie with this character mm-hmm. he, that he brought into this franchise that he didn't belong in. Right. But... Hey, why why not? He was making a fucking what seemed like a, a straight to DVD kind of a thing with Tokyo Drift that they just slapped on a Fast and Furious name on, and they put Dom at the very end for some fucking reason to tie it in because they needed the audience to buy it. I guess because I was looking at this, I was reading up on it. They didn't initially have it. Yeah. They added it later when audience reaction was really poor. They put it in there to try to make the movie better. I see. And by putting it in there, it left the door open for them to do all the crap they do later in the series. They should have did that with Hobbs and Shaw. I guess. We'll see what happens with Uh, that. But yeah, I had Tokyo Drift at 7, you had it at 8. I'll go next. Okay. Uh, Next we have Fast and Furious, The fourth film. Uh, I put Fast and Furious at the bottom, number ten. Okay. I th- it, the one thing I wrote about this was that it was boring. Yeah. You can't have a boring Fast and Furious movie. Right. This this one it's again we're pretty similar. I had it at nine. Yeah. And I kind of had the same thing. I just didn't really like it. It was too dark. It was kind of like a noir. Yeah. Mystery. Crime drama. Crime drama. And it wasn't fun the way the other ones are. No. It's too much of a downer. Yeah. They're, like It has its moments. It's not completely devoid of, of entertainment value. Sure. 
but they kind of blow their wad right at the beginning of the movie and then it's downhill from there. Totally. Yeah. And they were trying to reboot this. They were trying to bring it back. Yeah, they brought back Dom and Brian. Yeah, but they tried to kill somebody else off. Yeah. And they made it sad. And it brings it down. Like, he's out for revenge and it's dark and it's sad and... I don't know. The plot was convoluted. It was just a mess. I didn't like this one. Braga. I would have liked to like this movie better because, hey, it's it's the original cast again coming back. We're going to have this big adventure outside of the United States. They're on the run. Yeah. Brian's a cop again, but then he's not. It could have been better. Yeah. But it's, again, boring. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, it just it doesn't hold up. No. So you had that at 9. I had that at 10. Next, we come to Fast Five. Trent, where could this movie rank on your list? It's number one. Of course it's number one. Because it is the best one. It is arguably, by all standards, the best film. It yeah. is the the standard bearer of Fast and Furious movies. Because Especially it's where, going forward. Yes, it's where they said, ah, screw it. We want to make these kind of movies. Mm-hmm. And they threw everything at it. Yep. And it was successful. It works. They pulled it off. And it doesn't matter at that moment that it felt like they wrote a movie and stuck some random they just cast plugged in. in. Yeah, they just, just plugged in the cast members from the previous four movies, yeah. added a few extra ones, and said, hey, go with God. Right. But it worked because they did it effectively. Yeah. It could have bombed. It could have been a nightmare. It could have been terrible. Yeah. But they should said, have been terrible. They said, we're going to do a heist movie, yep. and the movies from here on out just get bigger. Yeah. Because screw it. We, we don't have to do movies about cars anymore. What? There's cars in here. Shut up. Yeah. They, they, it's a wink and a nod, yeah. but barely. Yeah. And then, of course, you add in The Rock. Yep. Hobbs is a great character to go after them because he's a guy who is like really by the book, but he's also super intense yep. in five. He gets like a the big very, fight scene. Yeah, but at the very end, they... Uh, earn his respect yep you know he gives him the head start yeah i'll i'll chase you i'll chase you mr mr toretto uh but you know and then we have that little wink and a nod to two with uh ava mendez coming back which hey why didn't she come back in any of the other ones we never mentioned that we have never seen her again no like are they going to bring her back in 10? Maybe 10, so. they finally say, screw it, let's bring back Ava Mendez. Yeah, because you, know, you brought everybody else back. And that might be a her thing. They maybe have asked her, but she's yeah. kind of semi-retired from acting at the you're moment. Right, you're right. She's being she's mom. She's being mama. And that's fine. But if you're going to come back for any of them, you got one more shot. Yeah. Can we see if we could do something about Ava Mendez? Yeah. Go big or go home. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, five is the best one. I... I had a very short thought that I might have put something else at number one uh, because of the subsequent movies we've seen. I don't want to... We'll get there. We, I don't want to show my hand here, but uh, yeah. So, Fast Five, number one, with a bullet. Next, we have Fast and Furious 6. So, a popular opinion is that the odd number films are the good ones and the even number films are the bad ones. Now, up to this point, there is some... A little bit of logic to that because, you know, Too Fast wasn't mm-hmm. good. Yep. Fast and Furious wasn't good. Yep. And after Fast Five, it's very, very difficult to have <laughs> another good one. Yeah. 
I actually really liked Fast and Furious 6. Yeah. And I put it at three. Okay. All right. And I hadn't decided where I was going to land that one. Mm -hmm. But before we recorded this, I was going back and I literally just watched the trailers to jog my memory. Because at this point, I'm just got a sea of these different action sequences. We've seen so many of them all at once with with a bit of a detour uh, in between, but still. But yeah. I ultimately, I'm putting it at number three because you still get all the people from five. Yep. You... You said it yourself. It upped the danger level. Yep. It it put them at risk. They actually started getting... Like, they weren't winning. Yep. They were losing. Yeah. And Shaw is a menacing character. Mm-hmm. And the action sequences with the tank and with the Formula One cars and with the plane at the end. Yeah. Those are all really, really good action sequences i ended up putting uh fast and furious 6 at number five but i had a hard time uh, putting this at either uh four or five i ended up putting the the original at number four because it's the original that's there's no other way to explain that away it's just the original it it spawned everything i already said on my piece about that so i put six at number five i really enjoyed six and based on other things I've, I've heard, that, oh, yeah, six is kind of the, the bad one. Seven is really where it's at. I disagree. I also disagree. Six, uh, I think, what what I wrote down was, um, you know, in, in, the, in the first five movies, they're all about money. Right. For the most part, they're all about getting money and getting their freedom. Yeah. Well, in six, they already got all their, all, all their money, and with all that money... They can pretty much buy their freedom anywhere. They're still technically on the run mm-hmm. from Hobbs and the, I guess, the U.S. government. They move to a country with no extradition laws, and they have the money to be able to be wherever they want to be. Right. So, but for this one, it's all about revenge and redemption. Yep. So, again, they up the ante. They try to bring Letty back into the fold. Yeah. They have this menacing figure like you said with Shaw coming after them also for revenge uh-huh. and just, he's it, winning yeah and it just becomes this other beast of a movie yeah that you hadn't seen before this and the action sequences are really cool like there's that's the first time Letty becomes like a real boss bitch and gets to fight with her fists yeah, yeah. so she's fighting what's her name the other chick who's like a like a professional fight person fight lady <laughs> Fight lady. <laughs> I, I can't remember. The, MMA. The gal, thank you. MMA. So she's like an MMA fighter. And then you get Michelle Rodriguez kicking ass. Yeah. And, you know, is it a little soap opera cheesy because she's conveniently alive and doesn't have her memory? Okay, fine. Yeah. But you know what? The movie as a whole is better than the sum of its parts. Yes. I agree. Totally. Um, But yeah, I had that one at number five. Uh, I, I had a hard time putting it there, but just because the original is the original, that one wins over over that. But uh, then we uh, hit up Furious Seven, Lucky Seven, Betsy. Where'd you put it? Again, I put this one in the middle. This one's number five for me okay. because so many people have talked about how much they love this movie. I didn't love this movie. I thought it was just kind of problematic. Like I didn't see much 
point half the time. Yeah. I don't remember a whole lot. Like I was watching the trailer and was like, oh, this is that one. Yeah. You know, apart from some really intense action sequences, the cars flying out of the plane that we had been promised. And out of the buildings. And out of the buildings. Um, and maybe it's just the time that has passed. I think maybe there's probably a lot of people who saw this immediately when it came out. And that love and nostalgia for Paul Walker was yeah. so strong sure. that they can't help but love this. Yeah. But being so many years removed from it, yeah. it just made me really sad. And right. there, I was looking for it. Right. Like, I know how they made this movie, and I was looking for the weird spots. Sure. And again, we're doing that for all of them. We're looking at this from a more analytical point of view than we would have if we were just casual fans going to the theater. Right. But seven, that made it hard. Yeah. So that being said, I put seven at number eight. Just because of the horrible pacing problems. Yeah. And Ronda Rousey. <laughs> Not necessarily just she because of that. She brings it all the way down. The but Jesus Christ, was she bad. Uh, but yeah, Seven had the terrible, terrible pacing problems. I don't think that they really needed to go to Abu Dhabi yeah. to have an exotic locale. So now you're jogging my brain about this movie. Yeah. So this is the one where now Letty still doesn't have her memory, uh -huh. but she regains it by the power of love. Like, it's just... <laughs> Cue the Huey Lewis. Yeah, so it... It was a bit much for me. Yeah. Uh, also, they didn't really flesh out the new people no. in this movie. No. Like, they just were kind of there, and then, okay, bye-bye. Yep, they're here and they're not. Yeah. And, yeah, um, the whole thing with Paul Walker and Brian, uh, his character, I don't think it really hurts it. Um you know, we got seven with with um, Brian going off kind of by himself by necessity yep. of the he, circumstances. He retires, basically. And then we got eight, Dom going off by himself. I don't know if it was anything relating to the feud between him and The Rock. But yeah, those things heard it I think with him being by himself and them kind of forcing the the changes and you coming into it knowing that yeah it's going to be a little different than what they originally wanted to and they kind of had right. to force it a little bit like having Mia at the very beginning clearly those shots were brand new of yep. them at the house she's delivering the dialogue his inner monologue is being spouted through her exactly so yeah I mean I, you, you can't help the fact that dude died. But as a movie, as a whole, knowing all these things being said, I put it at number eight simply because of the pacing. Yeah. I can't get around that. Right. So, hey. All right. Um, so that's number seven. Here we got The Fate of the Furious. This one, I was trying to figure out how I really feel about this movie. Oh, boy. Because once we hit this point, you have to have opened your heart to Nas Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Accepted him into your heart. 
and hooked it up to your veins. And you know, you have to be really okay with how absurd these movies are going to get. And is this a good movie? No, this movie is stupid. Did I enjoy the pants off of myself? I sh- Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I sure did. So, I have this ranked number two. Hell yeah, you did. So did I. And this was the one that I had a really hard time not putting it at number one. Right. It's because, listen, for the first time, and I think you give credit where credit is due, this is because of Charlize Theron. She is a real actress playing a real villain. Yeah. In a stupid movie. And we got Vin Diesel actually putting in some acting work. Exactly. But this is where, you know, we talk about them upping the ante, upping the stakes. Yep. He, She is psycho. She is chilling. She has her henchman murder his baby mama in front of him, and she's just staring at him while yeah. it happens. stone-faced. Yeah. She is a villainous villain. Yeah. And I think that really brings it up. She has her thumb press so hard onto Dom. Yeah. He will do anything he is told. Yeah. And at the same time, he's doing it and not letting on to anybody else. No. Why? No. Like they have the scene where they try to catch him yeah. and he has absolute terror in his face because he's like, no, you guys don't understand, but he can't tell them that he, he just has to keep moving. He cannot emote one bit to them. Uh, he has to be just the stone-faced dude who is just going along for the ride. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah. Yeah. But she, she like, brings him in even more. Like, when they're in that, in uh, Mr. Nobody's place, uh, she kisses him. Yep. Remember that? Yeah. It's a power play. She right. She does it because she can. Yeah. Yeah. Not because she wants to, but yeah. because she can. Yeah. And it's, it's, and it's not, it, it's just for show. Yep. It's just f- to do it in front of his crew, and he cannot resist. Yep. And it's psychological. Yeah. It's absolute psychological it's, warfare. Yeah, it's a mindfuck. Yeah. And then you also have the scene with the baby and Jason Statham. Yeah. <laughs> we both loved that. Was that was fun. I love that. And it's, you know, the mini version of Hobbs and Shaw. I get why watching this movie, they would say maybe we should make a Hobbs and Shaw movie. And if they had done it more in the style of what they had in this one yeah then i might have a different opinion about hobbs and shaw you can listen to that podcast to get the full opinion yeah number two i like yeah i like great. Fate of the Furious. i really liked it <laughs> i get why you were toying around because you you got a fucking submarine why do we have a submarine because why the fuck not because we can <laughs> nukes yes yeah. yeah oh but that's not all, Betsy. That's not all. Uh, Speaking of Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. So I, oh, I had a hard time with this one as well. I really had I a hard time. I didn't know how low I wanted it to go. Because once again, it's got good moments, but the parts that are bad bother me so much that it drags it down for me. I put it at number nine. Okay. And I said... This movie did not need to exist. No. At all. Nope. I put it at number seven. And I think the things that put it up higher... So, we talked about this at length in the podcast. Yeah. Some of the pacing things 
bring it down. Yep. The lack of actual direction in what kind of tone they wanted this to be, bring it down. The weird over-computer animized action sequence, mm -hmm. bring it down. The things that bring it up, Helen Mirren, every scene she's in. Yeah. Vanessa Kirby, the whole movie. Yeah, Vanessa Kirby is the best thing in that movie, by a, a big stretch. Right. It's the women in this movie that bring the movie up. The men are the ones that bring it down. Yeah. And if they, like I was reading today, there's like rumors they might do an all women Fast and Furious. Sure, I'm there. If you get Vanessa Kirby and Helen Mirren and all the girls from the crew mm -hmm. and you get those boss ass bitches and Cardi B and all of them, <laughs> let's do it. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Totally. If you do it totally. like Hobbs and Shaw, but it's more like Birds of Prey. Yeah. Like I'm in. I, I, I could not agree more, but Hobbs and Shaw... So we, I, again, we don't need we, another buddy cop movie. Uh, yeah, again, we, we talked about it all in the podcast just recently, but I'm just going to say the pacing of it bothered me. The the very, very long sequences of them just talking shit at, at each other. They could have, we mentioned it in the podcast, they could have cut a half hour out of the movie and it still would have, it, it still would have depicted everything that it needed to. Yep. That should have been an hour 45, uh, 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 hour 30 action movie yeah that's it tighten it up that's it just tighten it up make the the action sequences uh more more snappy and you would have sold it on me but that's not what you did yeah you wanted it to be a comedy you wanted it to be a buddy cop movie you wanted it to be an action movie you wanted it to be a, a martial arts movie it was all of those things and none of those things yep so number nine for me you had it at seven yeah yeah all right betsy Last one, the one we just watched, yep. F9. It's the last time we'll ever get to say that. F9, the Fast Saga. F9, the Fast Saga. I had this one at number three. And by process of elimination, I had it at number four. All right. So yeah, we're pretty similar in, in where we're landing it. So we kind of have tops and middles and lower ends. Except for two. So <laughs> again, if you've accepted Nas Jesus into your heart... <laughs> Into and, your veins, thank you. And Nancy. you you can accept that the guys from Tokyo Drift are now <laughs> rocket scientists. Yeah. Quote unquote. Uh, who can literally fly giant jumbo jets. Who have access to giant jets. Yep. And can launch two black dudes into space. Yep. And that they all survive this venture. You'll be really thrilled with that. <laughs> if you can, like, it's just so stupid. And they know it's stupid. Yeah. They know this. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes it really fun. Yeah. Like, I was in the theater just giggling because it's so dumb. Yeah. We, we got Roman just being the voice of the audience. Yeah. Just saying, you, you, you know that this is all ridiculous, right? Yep. Right? He's done that for a few movies now and it just it is uh that much more present in this one we got him saying oh yeah we've been through all this shit and i don't have a, a have a scar on me and they're talking like are am i invincible and you know what sure why not make him invincible make him superheroes then the, the next movie maybe he's gonna have some kind of superhero that he got while he was in space 
Well, yeah, that's Some how. Kind of that's power. how you. Oh, Trent, yeah. you just called it. That's how you get superpowers. That's how the fat, the Fantastic Four. There you go. Gamma rays or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Sunbeams. They like, did drive into a satellite. I'm just saying you you might be onto something. They might actually be invincible now, but only those two. None of the other fa- Fantastic Four movies were any good. Nah. But there you have it. So that's the ranking. So, so I had one thing I wanted to talk about because, of course. We're going to be doing another one of these. We're going to be doing another Fast and Furious movie, but later. Yeah. Because it's not even, it doesn't exist yet. Yeah. So in, in the time that we've done this, we've been, you know, diving off of cliffs and we've jumped out of airplanes and we've jumped ravines and we've... Flown cars, and we've gone to space, and we've had submarines. And magnets. And magnets. So I want to try to make some outlandish predictions just to see, just to see if we're on the right track with stuff they haven't done yet that is so absurd they might try it. So yes, we're, we're clearly at a place where we are hopping the globe. Where's some places we haven't been? What's yeah. some crap we haven't done yeah, we, yet? We That's just stupid. Yeah, we, we mentioned some things where they haven't been yet in, in some of these other ones. I think I maybe mentioned Australia. Right. That would be really cool because you got, I mean, Australia is very much like the U.S. Yes. You got the, the two coasts where all the big cities are. You have a whole bunch of nothing in, in, the, in between. Big and flat. The bush, yeah. as they say. But yeah, you could have some fun with, you know, going to this, going to Sydney. You got some fun. Drive on the opera house. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Drive on the opera house. Uh, You could have something to do with the, with the reef. You could have all sorts of shit with like weird wild animals. They could go to the beach. Yep. Um, Oh no. They're on an island. So maybe some planes. Oh no. It's, I think the answer clearly is we're going to get underwater cars. Under the sea. <laughs> we don't have the rights to that. <laughs> but yeah, if they literally just drive into the water and drive yeah. on the ocean floor. <laughs> That's the other thing I had. You know, we have cars. They have boat cars. No, not boat cars. Like, they literally will drive the car because that's what they do. They can't just get a thing that makes sense. They have to adapt the car, which is why they went to space in a Fiero. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Some other stupid ideas I wrote down just to see if I can prognosticate the future. Hit me, Betsy. Okay. We haven't seen them on an aircraft carrier. Okay. Could we end up on an aircraft carrier and then they launch... Get the military involved? Get the military involved? Like, that would be a stupid thing to do. Yeah. Perhaps the pyramids? Could they drive <laughs> up or down the pyramids? They haven't been to Africa Listen, yet. it's vandalism. I don't recommend any of this, but it is also a movie. Yeah. So... They can do that with computers. They can do... But my personal favorite and the thing that I'm hoping for, fingers crossed... I'm hoping we get to outrun a volcano. <laughs> you An know, active I can, volcano. I can see it in my mind now. I can see Dom behind the wheel looking in his rearview mirror, and I can see the lava coming That's, right at him. Right. And or the big ash cloud. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't need to make sense. I just need this series before it finishes to have our our protagonists. Our heroes. In their cars escaping an active exploding volcano. 
So there you go. Those are my thoughts. So I think those are pretty good. So Fast and Furious writers, if you have not finalized the script for number 10, you are welcome to these ideas. <laughs> Give me a call. Send us a tweet. <laughs> like, and then send us a check. And then send me a check. Invite me to the premiere. Yeah. I want to meet Helen Mirren. <laughs> <laughs> None of the other ones. No, fuck them all. Fuck all of those guys. <laughs> um... I, d I read something the other day saying Vin Diesel and I think also Justin Lin, like all of the directors and then the other producers, they have the trilogy, like the final trilogy, all kind of written out. They know how this franchise ends. I didn't realize there were more. I thought they were making one more and that's it. No, I think there are oh, two damn. more. I think there are at least two more. Okay. But yeah, they know how this series ends. They know the beats of the 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 overarching story, mm -hmm. uh, and they know how it ends. So does it end with a musical? Because I also read something that Vin Diesel would be down to do a Fast and Furious musical. <laughs> does he get hit in the head and his life becomes a musical? <laughs> is that what the tenth one is? All right, Fast and Furious writers, you can definitely take that idea. I won't come see that one. I don't think I could handle it. <laughs> Only if it's on Broadway. Will it be? Oh, a stage musical. <laughs> okay, if it's a stage musical, I'm in. <laughs> okay. All right, Betsy. Let's go over our list one more time. Go ahead with uh, your, your list from 10 to 1. So from the bottom. So at number 10, I had Too Fast, Too Furious. Number 9, I had Fast and Furious. Number 8 was... Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. Number seven, we had The Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. Number six, the original The Fast and the Furious. Number five, Furious Seven. Number four, F9 The Fast Saga. Number three, Fast and Furious Six. Number two, Fate of the Furious. And to no one's surprise, at number one, we have Fast Five. Have we mentioned yet that the titles of these movies are ridiculous? I feel like we've maybe said that once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my list. From the bottom, Fast and Furious. Number nine, Hobbs and Shaw. Number eight, Furious 7. Number seven, Tokyo Drift. Number six, Too Fast, Too Furious. Number five, Fast and Furious 6. Number four, the original, The Fast and the Furious. Number three, F9, The Fast Saga. Number two, The Fate of the Furious. And number one, Fast Five. So there it is. That's, there you have that's it. That's where we have it. So if you guys have different opinions or you would like to send us your ranking. Please send us, uh, e even if you've only seen uh, a, a select few of them. Tell us the ones you do like. Tell us like. the ones you have seen and rank those. Guys, I don't expect people to have seen all 10 of these movies. That is a huge undertaking. We would know. <laughs> but yeah, just send us what you've thought of the series. Do you want us to do another one like these? Please say no. <laughs> um, if, if we, if you feel deep in your heart of hearts that we got something wrong here, convince us, change our minds, tell us what exactly. Tell it us is why that Too Fast, missing. Too Furious should be number one, <laughs> and I might agree with you. 
Maybe not, Trent. I don't think you could bump it up that high. No, not number one. Probably number two. <laughs> it's got two twos in the title. Okay, Trent. <laughs> All right. Send us an email. Neverseenitpod at gmail.com. Send us a tweet. Follow us on Twitter. Never seen it underscore pod. And if you like what we're doing, you want to support us, click the link in the podcast description of wherever you are getting this podcast, whether it's on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Uh, if you're going to the website anchor.fm, there's a link there. Click on it. Send us a buck. Send us five bucks. Send us ten dollars. Tell us to stop. <laughs> no or more. Yes, yeah, you can. You can send us a dollar and and send us a message. It's like pay me to stop, please, God. No more fast and furious. <laughs> We're begging you. Say <laughs> like, okay. Here's some money. Go see a psychiatrist. Get some meds, <laughs> and you can recover from this endeavor. But next time, we are going to start over with new movies, old movies. Movies we have not seen. Whatever we want. Whatever it happens to be. There is no plan. No plan. We knew we were going to do this series at one point. It just happened that we started it around the same time where the new one was going to come out. Yep. But I can't think of anything else where that's going to happen. So Betsy, we're going to go. We will be back with another movie. Soon. Next time. I've never seen it. My name is Trent. I am Betsy. And we'll see you next time time. Bye. Vroom, vroom.